Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Copy podcast. My name is Ryan. And my name is Emily, and in this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. Happy Halloween! It's actually Halloween when we're recording this as well. Actually Halloween. All, all, the, all the spookiness is... <laughs> there is no spookiness, let's, let's be absolutely honest. No spookiness here, just tea and a podcast to record. I am... Um dressed as me in pyjamas but I tried to make a little bit of effort and I put a baby Yoda blanket on me which has a head that makes me look like a terrifying massive baby Yoda and I made no effort and I just put a jumper (laughs) over the jumpsuit that I'm wearing so two different people who do what side are you on but it's a comfy it's a comfy Halloween I feel like we have to see, we're going to answer some questions. I feel like that's all we want. That's all we need, really. So yeah, we asked you to ask us questions because we thought we'd do a bit of a Halloween-y, Halloween-y Q&A kind of thing. Yeah. With no Halloween-related questions. Well, arguably, there's a couple of Halloween-related <laughs> questions. Why not? Because, I don't know, sometimes it's nice to just have a, a chilled episode. I mean, next week we've got Stranger Things Day. And that's not going to be chill, that's going to be it. A chaotic mess exactly so will there be content will there not be content who who knows before we actually get into this though that i think we can say if anyone is following and the people that the person that does all the poster designs um carl lamb i want to say it's carl lambert yeah i think he's at on instagram and probably various platforms is at kyle lambert artist um he actually posted um, on this Stranger Things 2 anniversary. Right at the bottom, there's like, see you on Stranger Things Day. So we may be getting a poster. We may be getting a poster. I don't want to make assumptions. Or it might be like what we had, um, was it on the season three year anniversary when he did that big, he did that big thing, didn't he? All like all the pictures together. Mm-hmm. So it could be something like that again. I'd, I don't know, but it, it might be getting something from him anyway. So... We might be able to analyse a picture next week. That would be nice. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. But today we're going to answer some questions that people sent in to us. Um, you know, you guys did all the work for us this week, so that's great. But before we get into that, again, um, there are many places you can find us on Halloween and other days, you could argue. And those places are Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music and Audible.com at Hawkins Do You Copy. And then you can find us on social media at Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast and YouTube and Tumblr at Hawkins Do You Copy. So the first question, this is actually one that I haven't thought about ever before, um, but I actually really liked this as a question, which is what is the scariest Stranger Things episode in your opinion? I really do not know. Because my mind initially tries to go to season two and a couple of moments within that. Um, but the more I think of it, I don't think they're necessarily scary. It's more creepy. Mm-hmm. And then season three is another one where I think I don't know if I want to go to that either. Because for me, it's not scary. It's just more gory. Yeah, I'd say season three was quite gory. There was like bits of season three that I had to look away from but not because I was scared but because I it was just a bit gross 
that clear. I, I don't do gore. <laughs> um, so there were a few moments I was like, uh, absolutely, that's a bit gaggy. Um, but, so I'm trying to think of anything in season one, then maybe. Yeah, I was thinking, like, because my brain automatically wants to go to something which isn't monstery, that's like, which sounds odd, but my brain sort of goes more to, like, Brenner. And, like, the bit where Callie's hallucination, not Callie's, but, like, Callie's, um, like, projection, where Brenner is talking to Elle, I find that quite creepy and sort of, like, an unsettling scary more than anything, um, which I think is sort of done quite well. I, I don't think there's, like, a particular episode. I think it's more moments of each season which make me feel a bit like oh that was you know like that bit with Brenner is quite quite unsettling yeah I can't think of like a can't think of like one episode you know what I'm gonna go for actually the last episode of season three only because the I wouldn't say it's scary scary but there were a few moments that, I mean, it was really obvious that Hopper was actually alive. But that I'm going to go for scary more in the aspect that there were a few moments where I thought, I don't know if you're going to make it out of this. And I think that's as near to scary as I'm going to get. Like, there was one moment, I'm sure it's in the episode, where I generally thought, is Mike dead? <laughs> um, it's like the bit when he's on the floor like that. I think there was just this whole kind of thing of any of them are kind of expendable at this moment. So, like, I just remember thinking, okay, Steve's definitely going to die at this moment. Um, Or then Mike's definitely going to die at this moment. And then Hopper was an obvious one, but then it was more scary for, I guess, Joyce's reaction, Mm -hmm. even though her reaction gave away that he wasn't dead. Um, (laughs) Arguably, arguably Elle had that close to death moment. I mean, it was obvious she wasn't going to die and it was obvious that Billy was going to die instead. But there was just this real moment, I think, throughout that episode where you thought any single person in this could be gone. Like when Will's speaking to Joyce, I'm sure it's that episode, it might be the one before. And it's like, I'm not worried about me, I'm worried about you. You thought, okay, so she could be gone. Mm-hmm. So I think, is that otherwise I think, yeah, I agree with you. It's just sort of moments, like arguably that first, the first five or eight minutes of episode one before you see the monster, you just know he's taken. It's not like... Uh, hide behind my hand scary but I, I guess things like that it's it, it's tricky but I, yeah I'm gonna go for the last episode of season three only because you kind of feared for everyone that moment with Max and Mike in season three is quite creepy like in the sense of like mm. I forget that there's that whole chunk of time where they are like knocked out and you're like, oh my god, what on earth is going on? And then the hospital with Nancy and Jonathan, that's quite like, because it, even though they've been flayed, it still looks like just people chasing Nancy and Jonathan until you get the actual like monster, um, which is sort of a little bit unsettling. And obviously the tension with the whole Jurassic Park scene like objects in the mirror look closer than they appear so um season two I think probably the creepiest bits in season two is like Will's possession 
that Will's possession in the hospital and he's like, that's my friend, Mike. That's like unnerving because you're like, what is going on? But I think Stranger Things is sort of more comprised of moments, creepy moments rather than like one set episode that really sticks out in my mind that I'm like, that whole episode was scary. I think it's more little moments that just make me think like, Oh, yeah, I think the thing with it as well, and I, this was, I think I, this was something that was said in season one, not by the characters, but like people's opinions on it, that it's one of those shows that was always, it's always scarier before you see the monster because it's completely in your mind. You think, I don't know what this looks like. But weirdly, the moment you saw the Demogorgon, even though it was that kind of thing of, oh, I don't like it, it then took away that fear almost because it was like, I don't know what it is. And I think... That's why arguably season two not does that better, but because it's so in Will's head and that you know obviously what the mind fire looks like, but for the longest time, it's like how long has he actually been there? When is it Will? When is it someone else? And mm-hmm. I think it takes it back to that you're not actually seeing the monster. Yeah. So you're kind of imagining what's going on. Like, And I said that there's that moment, and I think... It's been spoken about when Mike and Will were sitting on Will's bed, I think. And it's after he's just had that moment of like, I what if he spies back? Or it's or it's before just before that, I think they're having the conversation and they look directly into the camera. And what I noticed is a few moments of that in season two, actually, like when Will was talking to Joyce. Um that I feel like I'm just going like Will does this, Will does that. But it's just I only realised this because when I was trying to find a thumbnail for something I put on Instagram the other day. Um, I was looking for the Joyce moments. Um, when Will's talking to Joyce, he's looking once again directly into the camera and telling all of this. It's almost like he's telling it, obviously, he's telling it directly to you. But it's just that little bit of eye contact that shouldn't be there. Like, it almost breaks the fourth wall. And I think, for me, they're the scarier moments. They are, because, because I think they're, yeah. they're the unsettling. Like, they shouldn't be looking at us, essentially. No. We're not there. We're... Obviously, like in theatre, it's like you've got the proceeding march, nothing breaks nothing breaks that until it does, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm now taken out of it. Yeah. Hmm. And it makes it feel a lot more real to you. Like, it makes you feel yeah. like you're involved with it, and that's what makes it scary. Like, the Demogorgon doesn't scare me. I'm not scared of the Demogorgon. I, I, I don't fear the Demogorgon. It, it isn't a monster where I'm, where I'm scared of it. it. It is more those moments where... Will is possessed, Billy is possessed, where it just feels like these are people, but they're a bit, it is like kind of a bit like Uncanny Valley, I guess. Like they're people, but they're acting peculiar. And then once they said they kind of stare at you, it's like they're kind of staring into your soul a bit. And you're kind of like, I don't, I don't you know, because when, even when you see Kelly's like projection of Brenner, he's walking towards Elle but you're seeing him from Elle's perspective. So it's almost like he's walking towards the viewer. And it's just a bit like, oh, okay, creepy. <laughs> like, please don't come near me. Like, that that unsettles me more, I think. And I think the Mind Flayer scares me more than the Demogorgon, but I feel like that's because the Mind Flayer, when the Mind Flayer is possessing people, scares me more because of the sort of power that it holds and then how creepy that feels. But also, Will talking directly at the camera ties into the will is just telling our story slash campaign theory 
Yeah, no, no. Next question. Yeah, that's that's my opinion. I would say the last episode of season three is scariest, in my opinion, but for not the reason I don't think <laughs> for that kind of thing. But I think there's like the moments, like I said, that Will kind of looking, or any of the characters really, when they look directly into the camera and it just breaks just a little bit. Like even the Brennan moment, when he's walking, he's you can tell he's still looking at Elle. And I, but then there's moments, like as I said, when Michael Will were talking or Will's talking to Joyce and it's just that focus just shifts. It just feels wrong. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, that that's that's my answer. A very long-winded answer. Okay, let's do a more do a more fun style question this time. So who do you think, or who in the party do you think loves Halloween the most? Max or Dustin? I I would go for Dustin. I don't know why I'd go for Dustin, but I would. I feel like the rest of the party would do Halloween and then get to, like, they get older and then they go to the Halloween parties that, like, Nancy and Steve are at and it becomes kind of, like, just Halloween to have parties and stuff, which I think is cool and completely fair enough. But I feel like Dustin and Max have an appreciation for, like, horror. I, I don't know what, like, you know, like, Max is 13, 12, 12? Uh, no, 13. 13. In season two. Wearing Michael Myers. And I'm just like, yes. Like, she clearly has that interest in the horror mm. and that side of yeah. things. And I see that as something which continues way beyond the rest of the party wanting to, like, trick or treat. Like, I can, I can see both of them having kind of an appreciation for horror and um, horror movies and, like, continuing kind of the Halloween thing more than just a party like I, I can totally see Dustin having like a horror movie marathon and stuff yeah yeah I think Mike would take it too seriously I think Mike <laughs> would be like Halloween is an operation and this is how we're gonna this is how we're gonna do Halloween mm-hmm. I mean like in that episode when he's like um you should have checked me I know obviously it was because Max just come along but I feel like he'd be like no this is how we're doing it this has to be like that way like with the costumes like I agree to be this person you agree yeah. to be that person he, he'd take it too seriously I think Lucas is just there for the fun to be honest Lucas like it's Halloween we like trick-or-treating we're gonna go and get some he'll, he'll roll with it like Lucas will roll with whatever everyone else is doing on Halloween so like as they get older <laughs> he'll roll with whatever's going on yeah, Will likes Halloween, but Halloween is now ruined for Will yeah. um, because he spent the night being chased throughout the town um, by a monster. And not that Halloween hasn't been ruined for everyone else, but at least they all got something out of it. Mm. He nearly got possessed. And then, obviously, Max, as you said, she's she's up on Halloween. Um, but Dustin, like, he's created this whole contraption. Oh, God, he, yeah, like, he's... Yeah, he loved all those photos. And obviously at the time he was 13, but I can see that continuing from him. I feel like... Oh, 100%. He, I feel like Dustin's going to do Halloween properly. Like, if you want to be with anyone on Halloween, you, you want to go with Dustin. He's going to know all the best places to go. Same with Max. St- stick with them. That's my opinions on them and Halloween. Um, speaking of Halloween, let's go with the question. Who wins, Steve Harrington or Michael Myers? 
I mean, I feel like let's not give Steve any credit, really. <laughs> I mean, Steve has a nail bat. Well, Steve has Nancy's nail bat. Um, but Steve has a habit of losing many, many fights. Um, he does. I feel like Steve, to not talking to talking movie tropes, Steve is not the final girl. No. <laughs> like... He he absolutely is not the final girl. Steve is the weird middle ground kind of person. So I, I think he's losing the fight, personally. I th- that, that's what I'm thinking. I feel like he'd give it a really good go, though. Like, I feel like it would be a fight. Like, I don't feel like he'd go down just like that. I don't think Michael Myers would be able to just completely get him. I feel like Steve would fight. Like, and also, yeah. it it depends on what version of Michael Myers we're going for. Are we going for, like, child Michael Myers? I know child Michael Myers was also, like, a serial killer, but, like, what version of Michael Myers are we going for? Are we just going for, like, standard Michael Myers? At which I mean, point, I was speaking more standard. Yeah. At which, standard. at which point I feel like Steve probably wouldn't stand much. But I feel like he'd really go for it. I feel like it would be yeah. Michael Myers with his little knife. Yeah. And Steve with the bat. And I feel like it would be a fight. Like, it wouldn't be a immediate win for Michael Myers. I feel like... No. I feel like Steve... Steve but would it Steve. would be a win. It would be... I feel like it would be a win, but I feel like Steve would... He'd yeah. get a few hits in. Michael Myers would not be yeah. walking away unscathed. No. Also, Boldy used to suggest that it was going to be child Michael Myers. But, but like, there's Steve different variations. Going... <laughs> but there's different variations. Are we going with, a, like, first Halloween Michael Myers? At which point, like, in the start of the film, he's uh, he's a kid. Like, he's still a serial killer, but he's a child. I don't think we should say that Steve Harrington is going to be hurting child Michael Myers. Like, I mean, it's a Halloween episode, Myers. but we're not going dark. <laughs> so. Look, if you're going to be, t- we're going to be talking about horror film debates, I need to know all the facts. What, what are we going for? But Standard Michael Myers. St- Standard Michael Myers. Then, yeah, no, I feel like, to be fair. I don't even know if Steve would win against Todd Michael Myers because he, he killed a bunch of adults. So, so no, basically, uh, Steve Harrington is not coming out this alive. He'll give it his best. He might save one of the party in that. He might, because I feel like the thing with Michael Myers is mm. he's not he's not the one I'm scared of the most. Like, I, I quite like a slasher quite like a slasher film Mm. quite like a horror film and he doesn't freak me out the most like freddy krueger is the one that always used to freak me out the most because i didn't like the dream situation um Mm. that was on tv the other day actually yeah i like i like the dream warriors was on tv was it well yes it was because they were talking about it on gogglebox (laughs) he used to like freak me out when i was like a preteen and i watched them with my friends way younger than the actual movie rating um and i used to get really scared in my dream and i'd hear the the creepy little song um but michael myers i think the thing with him is he just kind of like seems to show up 
like the bit where they look out of the window and he's just stood in the washing like on the washing line he's just like stood there like I think he's weirdly kind of there and I think Steve would not not take it seriously but he'd be a bit like who are you like he wouldn't I feel like Steve would just be Steve and he wouldn't be expecting Michael Myers to go all Michael Myers on him I have an additional question to go off of that one. Uh, who in the party um, is the stereotypical final girl? Max. Max or Will? Oh, no. See, I don't... Dustin, but I don't... The thing that makes me not want to say Dustin is because he trusted Dart. Yeah. It's <laughs> Mike dies first. See, I'm mixed on Mike because my initial thoughts was, yeah, Mike is gone first. But then I'm kind of like, is he? Because I feel like Mike Mike is smart. That's his thing. Mike is smart. And I think Mike would be able to figure out a way out of it. Yeah. I mean, he would absolutely not pick up anything to help himself like they'll be like pick up weapons he'll pick up uh, i don't know a pen or something like that but i think you know i think he would i think he'd give it a good go i think it would also depend on who we're talking like mm. which are we talking like supernatural horror final person like are we talking slasher final girl are we talking like and when if so like who who are they fighting is it jason is it freddy is it michael or are we going all we're, the way we're just going the- general we're, we're just, just going, going general. general general see i feel like lucas is quite good with the kind of like combat side of things yeah so i feel like he could stand a chance in the idea of like an actual fight but would Lucas be a sacrifice one? So but he'd get close what, to the end. Yeah. And, and then, then be like, you go, I'll stand yeah. my ground and help. I can see that. And I can also see Elle doing that. I yeah. feel like Elle would totally be a sacrifice one. Yeah. I feel like Max would do quite well. Because she's quite logical. Like, she's... Her, her smarts are different to the way Mike is smart. But I also feel like she's quite, like, street smart and would know kind of how to navigate certain things. So I feel like Max would stand quite a good chance. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that, actually. I think... Yeah, I can see Max. I will will give Mike a little bit of credit because I feel like he'd be a surprise. Yeah. I'm always mixed on Will. I never know. I feel like he'd get close. Like, when we talked about the Hunger Games thing, I feel like Will would win. Mm-hmm. But it would be by not doing much. I think that's what we said, that he yeah. would, he'd figure out other ways to get out of there, where I feel like, I know we said Mike wouldn't survive the Hunger Games. I still stand by that. He absolutely would not survive the Hunger Games. Mike could have a higher chance surviving the Hunger Games if the cornucopia wasn't a thing. Yeah. But exactly. Because that's the thing, he's not going to survive the cornucopia. No. But being the last in a horror film... Different rules. 
Mike's the final girl. Mike, Mike's, final Mike's girl, the Mike final Wheeler. girl. There we go. Yeah, I would say Michael Max. Yeah, Michael Max. Yeah, Dustin's the stereotypical smart one in it that can be like, I know the way I can hack my way in this. He gets close. Yeah. He gets really close. He's in like the final three, final two. Yeah. No, final four, rather. Final three or final four. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. That's a good question. Thank you. I thought of it myself, obviously. (laughs) Okay. So we spoke about this briefly at the start. But what someone wanted to know, what are our expectations for Stranger Things Day? Um, I would like the poster that it seems like we're guessing um, starters. I would also, I would like 004 so that we don't look silly for being like 004 is coming out on Stranger Things Day. I would love Um, 004. I'd also love some episode titles, please. hmm. I think if we're going to get an episode title, we'll get the second episode. Yeah. I don't know if we will get all of them. I feel like they would uh, do it like that. Because for me, it just makes me think there will be a spoiler somewhere in the episodes that they don't want to give, especially if we've got like the creels and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and it seems like there's a new enemy that's been deep-rooted or a, a horror that's been there the entire time, would not be surprised if one of the titles was what that horror is. You know, falling in line with the mind flayer the the gate all of those kind of things i i wouldn't be surprised yeah see i was kind of jumping then at my like wishes not my actual expectations my oh. wishes oh okay would be i i just completely like misread the the thing my wishes would be episode titles my expectations are most likely the poster because there's been talk about it and probably zero zero four I would be yeah. I would be really surprised, not just because we've been theorizing about zero zero before, but because I genuinely think it it works out like timings wise. And then I think that if we do get the poster, it will have a release date on it. And then the next mm. trailer after this yeah. will be so zero zero four will get, and then the next trailer after that will be the proper trailer, and that will also have the release date on the end of it. Even if like the poster says. Mm, March, April, May 2022, even if it's not like a set date, but it just gives a month, yeah. that would be really good piece. <laughs> that would be that would be nice. I would like to see the buyers. I I <laughs> that would be my one wish now. The buyers and Mike. Um actually provide them now, please. That'd be great. We've we've seen a lot of um everyone back in Hawkins. So let's go somewhere else. Uh, please, preferably, do that in 004. Um, show us <laughs> show us where they are. And then the speculation of where they are can actually be spoken about on here. That would be I, really, really great. I hate it. I hate it because you say speculation. It's not speculation. We know where they are. But we just can't talk about it. It's yeah. not even speculation. We know. We know where they've moved to, but we just can't talk about it. I'd like to say it's not just us that knows. It is public knowledge. We've just decided to go with a rule, a rule to not talk about it until it is confirmed as a thing. So yes. let's let's give us that. Let, let's give us where the buyers are, yeah. please. So we can officially talk about our thoughts 
about where they've gone. And it's mm. not just me and Emily on FaceTime calculating the distance between said place and Indiana. I still don't understand. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. If you guys want to know, if you guys want to know, it's so easy to Google. Like, you would find it straight away. Let's be honest, they already know. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows. knows. Everyone knows. Everyone if you knows. don't know, if you don't know where they've moved to, Google it. Like, you'll find it. There's pictures out there. <laughs> Literally. There are loads of pictures out there. Um, I would like to see that. I'd like to see the buyers. I'd like to see Will. I would like the confirmation of the location where they have moved. Um, and I... To be honest, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that's what 004 is going to have in it. No, I don't think... I think it, it makes sense. Yeah, because it's the only... Presuming all of them are parts of the plots that are yeah. going to be in season four, it's a very, very major plot that we have not seen um, yet, um, including characters, some of which are very major, that apart from a tiny, tiny snippet um, of her being held by the arms... With a fringe. With a fabulous fringe, um, that we have not seen them. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes sense to I would, me. I would like that. That that makes it yeah, zero zero four being the buyers and that makes sense. I mean, Stranger Things Day last year wasn't it wasn't that bad. We got Polaroids. We, we got Gaten running down with like a Hellfire Club cape. So something along the lines of last year actually I think would be quite nice. Okay, so the next question, um flowing in nicely, uh, thoughts on Finn's interview. Um, living for it. So, I have not heard the interview. I have seen what people have said about the interview. If he is telling the truth, and it is not just what they say every year about it's scary and it's dark and it is better than ever, um, please, please, yeah. actually, I, I really want this. That I, Something that has been added, which they haven't said the last few years on the seasons was that the season is truly messed up. Well, actually, no, to quote directly, this season is, like, truly messed up and it's going to freak people out a lot. Please. I Give it that. to me. I genuinely want to be terrified. Like, I want season four to genuinely scare me. Um, and I feel like the thing that really gives me, like, hope with that is Robert England because he does mm. that well like I feel like his character is not going to be as evil like there's there's going to be reasons behind why what, what he's done um and it's not going to be that he's an awful person but well I don't think so anyway I feel like he's going to have been like possessed or something but I feel like he does that so well and any scenes with him are going to be done really well and I also feel like based on the scenes that we've seen in like the little teasers and stuff that there can be things there will be things in it that aren't just like scary in the sense of like boo scary but like really unsettling scary I feel like it it is going to be messed up and I I'm really interested to see how they're going to make it so messed up like I think that's I feel like we're not going to end season four with any, like, happiness. I feel like we're going to end season four just so miserable because everyone's going to be miserable. Yeah. See, the thing that is giving me hope isn't Robert England. 
it's the fact that as soon as I saw the season four announcement, my mind immediately went, this reminds me of season two. Yes. I want it. Um, so, which probably isn't the best thing to be thinking because it means that my expectations for season four are way too high than they should be. Mine are so high. I just, I don't know, I just think from the teasers we got even that first season four announcement, which mm-hmm. came very early and I feel like looking back on what I said about that before, being like, we got this so quick that it must be already in production, is like a really horrible... <laughs> A really horrible coincidence because obviously COVID then happened. I don't know, just the vibes of it and then obviously the upside down again, which we didn't really see in season three apart no, from no. a tiny, tiny bit um, when you saw like, the Billy clones and all that kind of thing. Um, basically, I just, I really, really hope it is just, I, yeah, I don't necessarily want jump scares. I hope that by messed up and freaking people out, it isn't going to be things in your face jumpy because I I don't do well with jump scares. I want it to be that kind of psychologically weird and just something is that kind of, yeah, like uh, uncanny valley-ish vibes, that kind of thing. That's what I would like. That scares me more. Because a jump scare, I hate being made jump anyway. I hate hate being made jump. But like that is sort of like a you're made jump and then it's creepy but then it sort of like passes I guess whereas psychological Hmm. scare and horror that like is in your head like that like stays and I feel like that's more creepy like that would creep me out it's like I said about Freddy Krueger like that always the idea that I would go to sleep and he would be there and that lack of control it was more psychologically creepy compared to like Michael Myers just being stood there kind of thing you know like it it makes you jump when Michael Myers just appears but once that's happened he's gone and I'm like okay fine kind of thing whereas the idea of like being unable to control something psychologically and it playing on your mind psychologically in my opinion that's a better done horror than just a jump scare that then passes if you get me and I feel like Matt and Ross Duffer actually have the potential to create that psychological horror quite well. So, give me that. Yeah, Thin adds says, you know that, you know, um, the Duffer brothers are doing things that people haven't seen before on the show, which is really really frustrating. No, that's the wrong word. Which is really refreshing because if the show has been going on for as long as it has, you want people to still care. Agreed. And, yeah, and I think that's what does make it good that every season is something different. So I really do hope really do hope that kind of carries on yeah. uh, he also does assure for all the mike fans out there that are worried um because apparently there was a lot of people um that he is in season four <laughs> and will be in a teaser or a trailer very soon mm-hmm. so he's alive it's all good <laughs> overall i'm excited about what finn said i think what people have noticed as well is that yeah, it's been consistent where everyone has been kind of saying, yeah, it's dark, it's this, it's that. I but think then Joe Carey did they, too. Yeah, I mean, they do every year, so like every season there was like, it's dark, it's scary. Um, but I think Gayton said something similar-ish to Finn recently as well, mm-hmm. but he's, obviously he said the dark, scary thing, but he worded it in a slightly different way that doesn't sound like this is the only things you're allowed to say. 
Um, and then Noah said something recently as well, actually. It, it, not that they don't sound excited for previous seasons, but the way that they've talked about this makes it seem like even they, as the people making it, have had a refresh of excitement. Yeah, because I think what's probably helped as, as well by the fact that they have got older mm-hmm. over, over well, probably shut down, like, a lot of them. Obviously, Caleb, Sadie, and uh, Gayton, they, I think, as they were starting to film, they were 18 anyway. So in terms of film, theatre, whatever it is, they're then counted as adult actors which means they can then do slightly different content Mm -hmm. from the kid actors or child actors for example so obviously you don't need a chaperone or anything like that anymore so you can work the longer hours your material can be slightly more intense so for a lot of them it's probably been a good experience in that Mm -hmm. sense because it's really allowed them to kind of go yeah you know what we can really get into this acting wise now so, as I said earlier, I said that Noah had said a few things recently as well. He said it with People magazine. Um, said he had a blast film in the season. Describes it as unexpected, romantic, exhilarating. Um, it was a great group of people. I bonded with everyone a lot. I had a good time. I think the season's going to be the best one yet. It's something to be excited about. Every season we have different storylines, different people that I get to work with. I think this season it was most unexpected. There were certain people I never worked with before. It was just really opened my eyes and I had such a good time doing it that's really interesting i hadn't heard that this is dated the 29th of october so people their opinions on it this year just seem to be so much more like i've really loved filming who's he not worked with millie <laughs> yeah <laughs> millie it is millie yeah. um arguably charlie he has he actually really worked with charlie not a lot well really before we recorded this. I watched um, on the Netflix Geeked TikTok. Um, Noah did a live stream where he watched episode one of season one, and um, he hates Jonathan. So <laughs> he literally is watching Jonathan cry about Will being missing, and is just like, "Get over yourself. You're a bad brother." Which just was the best, just his reaction was incredible. So yeah, maybe he's kind of thinking, I haven't worked with him anymore. I haven't worked with him really. I'm gonna, this season, got to work with Jonathan. Because you think about it, even when he did, it was like for what, one scene? And then yeah. it was like he didn't have a brother or arguably in season three or a mum. He just didn't really have anyone. <laughs> he was just it was Will. Like, he was just Will. You know, it's, it is interesting. As I said, that they're all kind of... I know this was about Finn's interview, but I feel like it's nice bringing those because I think, you know, the cast have been a bit more open about what they're saying this year about it, I think. Yeah. Um, is that to build anticipation? Because it's been a while, probably. But they just seem to really have enjoyed this one. Yeah. It, it feels really cool. Um, it definitely feels... Like I said, not that they were excited, not excited about the other seasons, but it just feels genuinely like they've had this big refresh. And I wonder if, like, the break gave them that as well, and then coming back sort yeah. of was, like, a, a big refresh. But, yeah, everybody seems really excited, and you can kind of feel the excitement through the interviews, and that makes me feel really excited. Like, it does build that anticipation, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. This is our final question, okay. um, and it's our favourite theory. I still like the idea 
that well is the mind flayer and I will stick with that until I am proven completely wrong probably yeah. in six months or so oh no eight months let's go eight months plus um I will be proven very very wrong um but I just I think it would be cool I just like that idea that that's what that's what that would be I I've spoken about it too much on here no I really like that theory I think that it really sort of ties into the idea that it's been there all along and obviously like kind of like you say about the cycle and stuff did he have to go missing to kind of kickstart everything Mm. I definitely think that him and Elle are more connected than we think they are I've really 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 kind of latched onto the theory that um it's something to do with Hawkins like specifically um, and obviously we do know that lots of stuff is going on in Hawkins and I don't completely think it's the theory that the whole of Hawkins is under MK Ultra control, but I do really like the idea that it's something to do with the town and the reason why the town like doesn't exist in the real world is because the town was blown off the map because of something that happened. Um so I, I think that's my favourite, the idea that the, the town is involved somehow and there's, you know, because I guess that ties into it's been there all along. Like, it's just a small town America. It's kind of unassuming. You don't really think much happens in a small town. You know, the worst that's happened is that an owl laid a nest in Alan Gillespie's head. So... Okay. Someone actually sent us a comment on Instagram with yeah. a link to a theory, which... I haven't clicked on it yet because it wouldn't let me copy it on my phone. Um, so I'll have to open it on my Mac or something. Um, but let me get it get it up. I thought it was really interesting, actually, um, that they think Hopper has a curse and Joyce is connected to it that way, which I think that would be quite cool. I can definitely see something like that because do you know, like, when they started filming Harry Potter, you know, not to to bring J.K. Rowling up but she pulled Alan Rickman aside didn't she and she said to him mm-hmm. this is Snape's story like she told him everything before anyone else knew anything before she'd even finished writing the books yeah he knew everything didn't he because because his character played such a pivotal part in lots of different parts of everyone's lives um and I feel like David Harbour is the Alan Rickman of the Stranger Things universe. I feel like David Harbour... I'm Harbour's... sure he said he knows how it ends. Yeah, he, I think. and it's like, why? And then, like, to think the you know, Hopper is quite involved with everything. And obviously now him being in Russia, like, I wonder if that is that is sort of a quite close-to-the-mark theory in that he he is involved somehow and that's why he knows because the Duffer brothers have told him which affects how he then plays his role because of what's going to happen later. Maybe Hopper is the main character in this D- massive D&D campaign that is Stranger Things. Maybe. Maybe, maybe Hopper is actually a evil like Maybe he's like a monster. See, no, I just think that maybe it's playing out his life. Maybe. Maybe something happened to him and it's playing out his life. And then he had a really tragic life and then got central Russia. Who knows? Maybe it's all a massive metaphor for something. Him not being able to deal with Sarah's death. 
So he's creating a space in his mind. It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if um Hopper was involved more. Any any theories with like Hopper and stuff I, I quite like. But I do quite like the idea that there's something with the town. I don't think Hawkins is gonna be there by the end of season five. If there's a season five, because David Harbour knows nothing about season five. But no, they are they are our questions. I like I like answering question episodes. I think it like it's like a nice change change of things a bit of coffee and contemplation or tea and contemplation as it as it was today you can always send us more things we, we like reading comments we like reading dms anything so i meant to mention it last time we got sent a message on the dreamscape video yeah. about how people aren't focusing on character um character angles um camera angles yeah and that kind of thing and i thought it was a really interesting message actually that was sent to us so we do love we do love reading all of those yeah, kind of things even questions make me think of things which i wouldn't necessarily have so honestly like send us all the all the all the messages about all the things yeah just send us content basically is what is what we're saying but you're probably wondering where can you do our jobs for us and there are many places that you can message us do that but to hear us do our jobs you can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and audible.com at Hawkins Do You Copy. And then you can message us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast. And then on YouTube and Tumblr at Hawkins Do You Copy. Thank you guys for listening to our Halloween episode of the Hawkins Do You Copy podcast. And we will see you next week for Stranger Things Day. Over and out.